old guy, I'm busy. And so like, you know, like the meeting people, like socializing sort of aspect is like, it's not like when I was in my twenties where that just sort of happened. Um, you know, uh, so I think that's a, that's a part of it too. Um, totally. I always like to start things on an uh, I'm an old guy note. <laughs> seems to be the way to go in life, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, welcome. Thank you for joining, Jesse. Um, super psyched to have you. Really, thanks. really dig your work. And I can't wait to kind of dive into the to the brain behind the work. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's funny. There's this sort of like overwhelming motif of like well the the pandemic didn't sort of socially affect comic book artists so much <laughs> you know living this <laughs> uh, in a room life yeah I, I guess that's true um i feel like i wasn't really a, a comic book artist until the pandemic um right. like uh you know i had a a day job until 2019 i mean into 2020 um mm-hmm. And then sort of, you know, during the pandemic, I switched over to being a professional uh, comic book artist. Yeah. Um, so it was definitely, a, you know, I, was, I, I taught uh, ESL for a long time. And, you know, so it, it went from the situation of like, you know, going to work and talking <laughs> um, and teaching and interacting with lots of people mm-hmm. uh, kind of all day to just not not interacting at all yeah um, and so it's definitely a definitely a change definitely definitely some things where i'm i wonder wonder about my mental health of like the number of angry conversations i have in my head with people i don't know and will we'll never meet uh, <laughs> you know like while i'm while i'm going through my day it, you know, um, it's, it's interesting because you know i mean i remember in the 90s remarking on like i would like be at my my drawing table and i go i don't think i've left my apartment in three days like i would just kind of have these yeah. sort of mental like awa- awakenings and go maybe i should go outside and and you know and the other thing was is that like i really think like social media you know certainly like a twitter is so like designed for people who are working at, you know, at home, like, you know, comic, comic book creators, you know, you just mm. like always take this break and there's going to be this body of people, you know, to some degree or another mm-hmm. out there to respond to whatever sort of like thing you've got clicking in your head. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't really use social media that way. Good. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't really put what's in my head out of like out into the world in that sense um, yeah. like you know uh i don't but i just feel like my thoughts really aren't worth that much a lot of the time like the things that i'll find myself thinking about just like eh, uh who cares um it's funny. nobody cares until you uh, until somebody cares that's the weird that's the weirdest thing right yeah and i i guess it, it's like with all you know, when I have like a, a thought of something of like, are, are mustard and mayonnaise friends or enemies? Like, I don't 
I actually want to have a conversation about that with anyone. I'm right, you know, like so I don't. I don't know why I had that thought, but I, I also don't want to talk about it. So I don't. I don't. I just sort of like uh, post work related stuff, things like that. Um, maybe we'll talk about something sort of like creative. Um, but otherwise, I, I, I don't really engage. Yeah. It's it's a weird thing where I feel like I feel like a lot of my close friends are sort of the same way, and so it's like we're like tangentially in touch, mm -hmm. which sort of makes us almost not in touch because we, we don't get in touch for like the real conversation. Yeah. Um. Because I sort of know what's going on, I, they sort of know what's going on with me, and so we don't have the like, you know, the real connection. We have this sort of light connection, it's, um, which is unfortunate. Um, I know that's like I remember. This must be like six or seven years ago when I when I sort of got off of Facebook, I had like I had just this sort of like finally aware to my, aware of the fact that I was really unhappy, you know, looking at Facebook. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm, I can't handle this anymore. So I contacted all the people who I like felt were like, okay, you are people of value in my life. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, give me your email give me your phone number and let's, let's carry on like as human beings. And if we want to talk, we can actually mm -hmm. talk in a, in, a, in a meaningful fashion. And it's great in that respect because I can't, I can't look, I don't look at like Instagram as like, Oh, I'm going to have a meaningful conversation from a right. picture. Like it doesn't really function that way for me, but um, it was just kind of this interesting kind of moment. And and I think I think you know that that sort of forced sense of intention is really important, you know, mm -hmm. in in our fabric of you know of existence. Like to just go like, oh, yeah, whatever, cool. I know what that person's doing because they sent a picture of wherever they were mm -hmm. on some sort of platform that I can kind of like keep this loose idea of who they are and what's going on. Right. Yeah. And and you know, there's like the cadence of someone's voice, uh, you know, their, the rhythm, their sort of unguardedness, um, yeah. that I feel comes from just, you know, real conversation. Yeah. I feel we're doing, we're doing the old guy thing really well, right? Now. I don't know if it's, I don't, uh, I don't, <laughs> we're, we're nailing I it. Um, I don't know if it's an old like, guy thing. I think it's just, it's just being aware of the things that we kind of need in life. And yeah. that might be that what old people need. Um, but I, I suspect that everybody needs it. Everyone just finds it in a different fashion. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, I don't know, like I keep hearing from people who have like younger kids and those kids are kind of more directly connected versus being sort of letting a device be the complete connection. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's, you know, it's just cyclical. Um, you know, I mean, if we were 15 years old and somebody handed us one of those boxes, we would be just the same, I think. You know? Maybe. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's there's that what was that thing? It's like people before born before the internet and people born after the internet are going to be from different countries, and no. sort of like sometimes I just feel like there's a a way of interacting with technology and sending messages that just is it's kind of foreign to me, um, and so I. I just don't really do it that much. Um, and, and so while I think other people are sort of like living and breathing and communicating and like, you know, the way, the way they might speak in 
in writing and short form writing that, that mm -hmm. Twitter is or whatever um, is much closer to the way they actually speak. While mine, I feel, is actually probably somewhat more distant. Yeah. Um, but do I you, don't know. I mean, do you feel? I mean, because like you said, you 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 did uh, ESL. Yeah. Work. So like, I mean, you're, so, I mean, you're teaching, you know, communication, you know, mm -hmm. that, that's an integral to your sort of who you are right. on a professional level. And I mean, do you, I mean, there's two sort of sides of the thing. Like, how do you feel that that informs you as a storyteller and, and a creator in that respect? And the other half is how do you feel that, you know, before internet, after internet bifurcation, affects uh, impacts storytelling in general because i mean we are looking at you know because i mean you're probably old enough to remember the you know the furor over mtv in the 80s you know how like how can these kids understand these fast cuts you know right right um yeah i i don't know that's a big question yeah that's <laughs> um, that like um i i think in in the first part like how did um teaching infect my storytelling i'm not sure i i think i i think maybe probably because you know in general i was you know speaking with people whose whose skills weren't necessarily that developed sometimes they were you know they were nearly fluent and other times not so much um like the need for clarity and stuff and so i think that's probably and i don't know if that's storytelling um so much as communicating mm -hmm. um and so like that having things be clear and make sense or deciding what needs to be clear and what what yeah. what's sort of irrelevant and and so like you know i guess within teaching there would be you can't teach all of it at once and so it's like this this can be confusing right now um don't worry about it like but this this needs to be clear and maybe sort of bringing that to to how i think about communicating a story or something is, yeah. is something that came from that where it's like it's a, it's okay if this is unclear or doesn't make sense um and maybe it'll never make sense but that's all right because that's not the <laughs> the main focus the main mm -hmm. focus is is this thing over here um in terms of how the internet's affected storytelling, I'm not sure. Um, that that's too big for me. I well, think. yeah, I mean, um, I just I I'm curious. I mean, I'm you know sort of existentially you know curious about like you know what we're going to see from these things because I think we see, I think we see it you know, you know in, in brief cuts and bits if we see things on the internet. Like I, I'll see you know posts of joking things that are jokes and I go. I don't understand the sort of the the cadence of that joke. It doesn't have the same like I don't have the cultural reference to it. So I go, mm. okay, cool, you know. But that will filter that type of stuff filters into media, and we'll end up seeing the way that these sort of you know a a, a TikTok version of a comic book will make its way because the storytelling needs might be different um, for certain you know for certain people as they grow into you know the buying market um mm. and the creating market so it's going to be it's it'll be interesting i mean it'll be the lovely experiments that happen on the way to that so yeah um so 
linguistic understanding versus visual understanding like these are two very different you know they're they're two different sort of like sides of a co same coin but like how like i mean like for someone like you're clearly gifted on the visit the visual aspect of things were you always you know like just constantly visualizing things or were was this something that was sort of like an aside to your to you know another version of you um i mean i, I guess like I, I was one of those kids kids who could draw you yeah. know like um and i i feel like you know when when we were kids everybody liked drawing um and then at some point maybe around seventh eighth grade maybe earlier it was like no some kids hate drawing now um and they you know and they're probably because there's just not that uh talent or affinity for it and mm -hmm. i'm not talking like massive amounts of talent i'm just like some kids are some people are coordinated and can right. dance really well like you know and like are are fine at a wedding and other people are not like that level of talent um and so i i guess i i always had that um but i i feel like and, and i feel like i have like some weird like visual like idiosyncrasies um but i feel like I, I question how much talent there was because it took so long for me to put the pieces together um, that I feel like, you know, I feel like in, you know, with, with Hydra, that's when people started noticing. And that's for me mm -hmm. sort of like, I, I put a lot of pieces together, but it took a long time and some not necessarily that interesting comics uh, to get there um, and to be able to like, put the ideas together in ways um, that could be understood or be noticed or uh, be understood what I was trying to do. Right. Uh, I, I feel that that took quite a while um, okay. to get there. Well, and you said the seventh or eighth grade thing. And like what that kind of says to me is like, there's that thing about like that sort of positive feedback loop that, mm -hmm. you know, that sort of directs us early yeah. on in life you know like oh this is this is a good drawing or this hey that was a really good swing at the baseball bat you know those kinds of things that kids go oh okay i can i can kind of build on this like was mm -hmm. there like do you recall any sort of like self-talk and awareness of that like when you were you know younger in regards to your peers um i i mean yeah i remember like being good at drawing and like yeah. you know like like in like fourth grade like you know like people looking at my drawing and liking it mm -hmm. um or saying that's really good because i could you know draw garfield or whatever <laughs> um and, and so i guess there's that positive reinforcement but I, I i guess i also just feel like you know people people do have their their sort of talents and yeah. and some people are very good at putting other people at ease you mm -hmm. know and I, I don't know where that comes from nature nurture but i am not one of those people um <laughs> like you know i is that why i'm so tense no i no but like <laughs> I, I find like like 
I, I have a, a friend, one of my best friends, and, and he can say the things that will make people relax. He can say the things that in like total strangers he's never met before. Yeah. It, it, it's just he has this ability. And like I can remember like when I was teaching, um, the student like failed the class. Um, and was getting like really upset about it. Like, and I, my, my natural response, our classes were a month long was to be like, Hey, look, you just, you're just going to have to take the class again. It's not a big deal. It's just mm -hmm. a month in a hundred years. You're going to be dead. I'm going to be dead. Nobody's <laughs> going to care about this. And, and that was the absolute wrong thing. Cause he was just like, great. Thanks for reminding me I'm going to die. Yeah. Like not only did I fail a class, death is looming. And I was like, no, it's, you know, it's now I know that that's not what you should say to someone right? <laughs> when they're getting upset about failing a class. But like, it's not something intrinsic. It's something I have to do wrong a couple of times. And so like, I, I just feel like that whatever drawing is like the ability to like, put ideas into shapes and take the third dimension and compress it to two dimensions. Like it's a little bit of a talent and then a lot of like practice yeah, um, sure. for it, for it to work. I think you know, um, like growing up, was it just, was it just you and the family? Like were you know, like yeah. you, mom, dad. So it was, a I'm an only child. Um, yeah. and I, I think it's kind of apparent, <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it was just me. My parents divorced when I was pretty young. Okay. Um, so like, yeah, plenty of time on my own, plenty of time in my head. Um, yeah. yeah. And I grew up in rural Vermont. So, um, you know, <laughs> a lot yeah. of quiet time. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I grew up in, I mean, it wasn't too rural where I grew up, but it was in New England and it was, you know, and all my siblings are all older. So I was basically an only kid. So there right. really was very little of, there was nobody else, mm -hmm. you know, in the house. So yeah. it's just me kind of banging around and, you know, hanging out in the woods, like yeah. Yeah. drawing yeah. and that kind of stuff. So, um, so, I mean, like, like when you're, I mean, you said it took a long time to kind of put all those pieces together. Like, do you, can you track Sort of like, do you go like, oh man, like, why did I not do this sooner? Why like, do you, can you see this things that were like veering you away from it? Or was there a point where you're like, you know what? I really have always been interested in this. Let me go chase that. Like, um, I, I think, I, I think there, there have been things that have like always like interested me about, you know, comics and things that I've worked on. Um, but there's sort of conflicting notions. Mm. Um, like I, I feel like with, like within a, a comic book or a graphic novel or whatever you want to call it, a piece of sequential art, like there's sort of this kind of rule about how comics work of like your art seat needs to sort of stay the same, you know, mm. like you can't. Like I'm recently, I've been getting really like a little obsessed with stamps and like using stamps in my art and incorporating it as like a texture, okay. as like a way of doing like backgrounds or something like that. But the book I'm working on 
my, my personal book that I'm working on right now is like 200, it's going to be like 250 pages or something. And I'm well past 200 pages. Mm-hmm. I can't start putting stamping into the art now because, right. because that's like, no, I, I've established 200 pages of how this looks. And yeah. so to, to make that change looks. And so like, it would look wrong. It would draw attention to itself, which I feel like it shouldn't do. And so I think with that idea of like, there needs to be this consistency of their, of art. Um, I think sometimes it almost encourages like the art shouldn't be noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the art, art shouldn't draw attention to itself, but I don't really, so like, there's this idea of like consistency, the art should be in the service of the narrative. But then there's also this idea of like, but I want people to notice what I'm doing. And I yeah. want people to notice the way this page is organized. And I want people to notice the art and like how to like put those ideas together, I think is something I still like struggle with, but like, I think it was just sort of like I was doing things where I was like, oh, you shouldn't notice the art. The art should be in the service of the comic, whatever the comic is. Right. You know, I'm I'm an indie comics person, so I shouldn't I shouldn't be like showing off, you know, like when I think of like well no, but when I think of like, you know, whatever DC Marvel is like those yeah. guys are just like setting off fireworks all the time. Sure. Like and and I'm I want I'm putting out Bell and Sebastian, and it's going to be nice and calm, and yeah. like I don't I don't want those fireworks, but like, but I do yeah. like I, like, and so it's like this this like this balance and like back and forth between these these two things. I think it just took me a, a while to to navigate, and also like I feel I, I feel there is this idea in my head of like what a graphic novel was and i think a lot of people have ideas of what a graphic novel is that i think maybe at one point was very meaningful to me but by my mid-30s i I wasn't that interested in and so you know like getting rid of these old ideas and just sort of i don't know playing and and having fun um Mm -hmm sort of like finding that balance because you know like shooting off some fireworks but also not just you know doing it constantly yeah it's an interesting it's interesting you know i mean yeah i mean listen the 90s was the 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 land of the fireworks when the oh, yeah, you know, yeah the air quote invention of the you know the the splash page comics came into mm-hmm. play where it's like hey let's just do a splash page let's do a double <laughs> you know like cool um but like i think that like it's funny because the artists who we love, regardless of whatever you love when it comes to, you know, we we go in forensically to the things that we love. If you're mm-hmm. if you're a creator and you love something, you're going to go look, listen, read, whatever it is with a forensic guy. And you're going to you're going to go and notice all the stuff like mm-hmm. all of it, regardless of fireworks or not, like because right. we're into that. So it, it's interesting because, like, I think when you consciously like say i'm gonna blow it up and make this all this stuff happening like that's sort of like playing to the you know to a bigger to the the widest audience possible kind of approach versus that you know let the art service the story and then you know because i think the fireworks happen in sort of like in those moments of servicing the story you know and it can Mm -hmm. be big 
as long as the story services it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I think there's a lot of ways to have fireworks, um, yeah. you know, and, and I think it is sort of like, yeah, using them with intention and not just sort of like every panel's Every panel is like 100%. Remember Aeon um, Flux? What? Like Aeon Flux, the cartoon? Uh, yeah, I saw a few episodes. Like it's not... just, the only thing I remember, like what I really remember was the fly landing mm -hmm. and then the eyelashes closing, like realizing right. the fly landed on like an eye. And it was just this close up thing. And like I felt like that was really strong, you know, mm -hmm. and it wasn't this sort of huge epic thing, but it sort of said something. You know, at right, that moment. Right. it was very kind of like what you would call a quiet moment. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of like, to me, I like I love the quiet moments, like as a, as a writer or as a visual storyteller, like those quiet moments are really exciting because you mm -hmm. really are, you're working way harder, you know, yeah. you know, to, yeah. to, to make it as, because it's, it's your job to make it interesting. Mm -hmm. So it's, it becomes kind of fun to really go like, how do I, how do I entertain? How do I right. build suspense or drama or whatever I need to do? Um, so, okay. So do you, I guess going back to that question of like, how do you sort of navigated that, you know, seventh grade kid who could draw really well to the point when you finally said like, good luck with learning English. I'm going to draw a comic book. Uh, um, I know there's probably a few steps in between, but like, what was that navigation for you? Like, and what was your self-talk for that? Um, I mean, I always, always wanted to do comics. Yeah. Um, you know, like from, from high school, um, I think, uh, I didn't really know how to do them. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I feel like I had, sort of I don't know I, I guess like when I, I think of myself like when I first started being one I'm always feel like I'm I'm just beginning to be serious um about about doing comics but when I first started beginning to begin to be serious I I felt like I looked at comics and thought of them more like like music or something and I wanted to like you know, make a pop song or something like that. Um, but I didn't really know how to do it. And I wasn't, I wasn't interested in aping somebody else really. Mm -hmm. um, so it was just a lot of trial and error. And, and in the meantime, I needed to have a job. <laughs> um, and so, you know, yeah. I, I was in the Peace Corps, I taught English in the Peace Corps. And when I came back, I got a job in ESL and uh you know during that time I did you know two graphic novels that were published by um NBM mm -hmm. uh and and you know I drew I drew Hydra um during that time as well and it was just sort of like you know I go to work and then you know after um I do whatever and gradually it became more and more what I do is is comics yeah. um and and so then the the transition was like a couple of things of like one leaving um boston uh when i got married to to be in pennsylvania and so like that teaching job 
uh, didn't follow me. Right. Uh, and so I, I was doing curriculum and then just things sort of worked out. Um, you know, the image deal came along, um, fortunately. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Hydra got noticed by people, so work started coming. And and I don't know. I'm just well, sort of right. Hopefully, hopefully it'll keep going. I want to, yeah. Um, I, and I want to, I want to keep going on that too, because I mean, that's a, that's a. It's like a. I mean, it's one of those sort of like, you know, going to the music metaphor. I mean, your single hit. You know, like it, it just it, it got in heavy rotation in that sense. And like, so, I mean let's just kind of like be big on that. Like, like what was that experience like for you? Because it's not like, it's not like someone who hustles like to get a gig at Marvel and works on a book. And then all of a sudden like that book gets big. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a, it, listen, you're drawing fantastic Four or the X-Men or Spider-Man, like those books have been big before and they're right. always kind of big. So, it, it, but when you create something that's never been done before and, and people go like, Oh, okay cool like this is really unique and i'm and i love it like the gratification's got to be great but what is like what is your like how does that like change your sort of like your you know you're like um, you're planning and you're thinking about yourself in the regard i think that's something i'm still working out yeah. um but it's also it's also it like like we were talking about the pandemic it did happen in 2020 mm -hmm. and so like you know, it, it's, it's all of it felt like it seemed like it happened. Mm -hmm. Um, but there wasn't necessarily like, I didn't do any conventions. So I didn't see people face to face. You know, it's just, you know, like, through the internet. Um, so like, it's, it's sort of hard to gauge what the reality is. Um, but I think, you know, what, what what I feel has happened as a result from myself is just like my, you know, I, I got this this support for doing something, and it's like okay, so I can just keep doing that, um, mm -hmm. and you know, like that this isn't that that this like I don't know. I guess it's boost just this boosting confidence of like I, I can. I can just do things and they'll probably work out. Yeah. Um, you know, like, um, and I don't know, I guess that, that would be the main thing. Um, but it's some of it's still like, you know, like my day to day still remains like at home, you yeah. know, taking out the trash and all that stuff. And none of that has, none of that has changed. No, no. Um, I mean, yeah, sure. Like, you know, it's, no one's going to recognize me or anything like that. Um, <laughs> That'll never happen in comics. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I know. And I, I, I'm about as nondescript as a person gets. So it's like, um, so like, I, I don't know. I, I guess mainly it's just sort of like, maybe, maybe the sort of boost that I needed of like, I'm, I'm okay at this and I can yeah. do this and I can keep doing this. Um, well, it's like, I mean, it's like, like we were talking about earlier that, that, that feedback loop, you know, yeah. you know, to, to kind of push someone else along. And I think, you know, you know, yeah, sure. You can, I mean, you have, you have great, a great feedback loop, you know, like on Instagram, you know, mm -hmm. but there's also, that's probably like, for me, it, there's this, it's not, it, it, there's a very weird feeling, you know, from that because it's, it, it's not, 
it's different, you know, and you, you question, um, for me, I question like, okay, what is the value of this? Like what's going on here? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like with all like social media, it's like you can potentially get a lot of response to something, but like, what is that response actually to? Is it, is it something I want? You know, like, right. like, yeah. um, oh, a lot of people liked this, but do I actually like this? You know, like, this is just a one-off thing. Is this something I should pursue? Yeah. Um, there's, there's all of that. And then, I don't know. It's, 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 Did, it's hard to navigate, I guess. But, uh, but so, I mean, like you said, I think if I'm, you know, correct me if I'm misremembering, but like, this was your first time tabling at New York Comic Con, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, that's so. I mean, like tabling at New York now is a big deal. Like it, it wasn't a big deal when I tabled in New York because it was the '90s. Nobody cared. Um, yeah. But like tabling now is 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 not a small thing, especially at New York or San Diego. I did not realize uh, how much it was going to be. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like uh, it, it's it's a huge it's a huge thing. It's a very it's it's you know it's this you know the second biggest stage you know in, mm -hmm. the, in the business and you're not sitting there like you're sitting there with the thing that a lot of people know about. Like there's a bunch of people who, you know, and I mean, yes, yes. And no, like, like, like context, you know, not, it's not Batman, you know, it's like, like some, some people know who I am and some people don't like, you know, it's, it's, it's not like, it's not like I'm a superstar in any way. And so like, with New York, I, I don't know how competitive it is um, to get in. Um, yeah. I don't know how competitive it was this year, whether it was less than before, um, you know, but it was it was my first time applying uh, and I got in. Um, and then, you know, it's it was pretty overwhelming for me, not not in any like I think no matter, even if that had been a terrible show and nobody had bought anything, it would have been overwhelming just yeah. because like, it's so many people, it's, it's so long, like in artist alley. Uh, and I was on my own and, you know, so it's like 10 AM to 8 PM. Oh, um, yeah. And it's just like, that's a really long day. And then like, basically like afterwards, like get dinner, go to yeah. bed and like do it again. Um, right. You know, and so it wasn't, it wasn't as social as I expected it to be. I thought I'd, I thought I would have, have time to go and meet and go and talk to people, but it was right. like, no, this is work. Like this is, yeah. this is like working at a store or something. Well, it's, fu um, it's funny because like the shows, like, so conventions like, you know, in the nineties were very much like networking things. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and I'm sure before that, obviously, but like, it was, it was all about like, you went to the show, you had, you had your table. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a whole lot of selling of things. There was, you had artwork pages to sell if you were okay. selling pages, but we didn't have stacks of comps. We didn't have a whole lot of like product. Right. On, we didn't have prints. We didn't have our own comic books because that market wasn't a really huge thing if you were mm -hmm. in the mainstream. So it was a very different kind of world. So you would go and meet the artists that you wanted to go talk to. Right. You, built those repu those sort of connections reputations and then you would hunt down editors and, and writers and have you know try to really kind of work on what the next things could be 
And the market has changed in that sense for the shows. And the shows are very much about these independent contractors who have their own companies right. at a table and selling That's product. Right. And it's right. it, it's tough. And so like, I mean, you know, pro tip, bring someone who can sit at the table and do the work for you so you can go do something else. Uh, yeah, I got to find that person. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know uh, who that would be, but yeah, yeah. that was something. And or co-table, you know, you 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 yeah. find someone who you really get along with, and you got you can have a spread, and so it's like you guys can shift on and off and mm-hmm. yeah. do that deal because it's a it's it it is a it is a grind. It is a grind. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I like I said, I, I went to uh, I went to uh, Heroes, and I didn't table, and I have no reason really to table. So like, mm-hmm. but like, I do miss tabling in the sense that I can sit down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Standing up um, all day is no fun. Yeah, and and like at at New York, there there's sort of like waves of just like the crowd, and yeah. you know there is there are moments where it's definitely nice just to like push my chair back and be mm-hmm. like, I'm just gonna sit and I'm gonna have a quiet moment, <laughs> um, and uh, disengage from this for for, for a bit. Uh, you, were you doing any commission drawings or did you just kind of? I did. Yeah. I, did, I mean, I always draw on like books. Um, and I did, I don't, I don't know, a few. Yeah. Um, but it was sort of, I was selling prints, I was selling books. And so it, it took me a really, really long time because I, I just couldn't get that like consistent time to work. Chunk um, of time. Yeah. yeah that it, chunk of time to, to do drawing. It's tough. And once again, that's the co-tabling person, you know, like yeah, yeah. who's uh, just handling all the sales and, you know, but it's like, you know, it's also the other thing is like, you know, I had, I, I we were traveling for the last couple of weeks and I had I'm working in the middle of this big project and I'm sitting in our car with my computer in my lap while we're, you know, we're driving around the country and I'm, I don't see anything because my head's down, you know, and then, right, yeah. and it's like, that's kind of what it is at a convention. If you're, if you're sitting and you're, you're doing all the drawings. Yeah. Like there were, um, you know, things I, I heard about afterwards. I was like, Oh yeah, I didn't, didn't know about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, apparently the peach Momoko, like, you know, it was like swarmed. Oh, yeah. um, and it was sort of some sort of I, I don't know, uh, but I was like, yeah, I, I wasn't wasn't aware of that. And it's sort of like you're not aware of I don't know anything that's not going on in your row while sure. you're in your row. Um, so it's not a yeah. It, it, when it's busy, you can't see anything. Yeah. You know, it, it, so New York was always kind of New York was in the Javits Center, but it wasn't what it is now. And I remember the first time I went to San Diego, and all my my friends are like, "Oh, you're you're in for something big," because it was in the '90s and San Diego was huge. Yeah. So it was this real sort of like, "Wow, there are there are a lot of people who come to comic conventions." Like, who knew, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then New York eventually blew up, and then you know the sort of balance came out. What um? Did you? So I mean, one of the best parts about conventions is meeting people. Did you meet anybody that you have been like didn't know you would meet or? Um. Yeah, I well, I mean, I, I met like uh, I just I just sort of finished up my like main work, you know, the drawing work uh, on a book for IDW. So I got to meet the editors, oh, cool. you know, who I who I'd never met, um, and and I met like uh, a writer who probably be working with 
Um, but like in terms of being like a fan, yeah. Um, I, I got to like briefly meet Daniel Warren Johnson. Oh, cool. Um, but I was so tired. I really like. <laughs> it was. I was just. You know. It was like the worst. It, yeah. It's like like like. It's it's like going up to like you know your your favorite lead singer and being like I'm a big fan, and that's not all I got because my brain is completely fried. Yeah. Um. So like I didn't. I didn't meet him in any way that was like memorable. Right. You weren't walking in with your morning cup of coffee, like just ready for the day. Yeah. No, no, no. This was like 8 p.m. Saturday. Right. Uh, you know, I was, I was, it was the third day of it. I was totally, totally worn out. Oh, like, yeah. It, know, it, it, they are not dirty. working at all. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. He, I, I remember it was funny. I, I kicked myself because I was standing at, at Heroes and I was talking to someone else and his table's right next there. I, I, I was talking to um, Andrew, Headlopper Andrew, uh, McLean, and Daniel was like there and nobody was at his table. It was early in the morning and I was like, oh, mm -hmm. but I was having a nice conversation with someone I know. So I, was, I wasn't yeah. going to go. And then next thing I blinked and then there was a huge sort of right, scrum. Yeah. Um, yeah, also, I guess another thing was that I guess that was New York was right after um, Kim, uh, Kim Jong Ji. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he was he was supposed to be there. Yeah, um, I think he was. I think he was supposed to be going to the airport or something at the time. So yeah, yeah, uh, just, that was really really sad to hear. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've that's the only place I had seen the man uh, in person mm -hmm. was at that was at that show, and uh, you know, I, it, it's our it, listen. We got to take care of ourselves. Like these, yeah, yeah, uh, this is this this is the kind of shit that we is easy to take care of if you do something about it. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know the, the details. Well, I, but he I, was young, do I, but I mean, you, uh, 47 we, I yeah. think, or so, which is young, pretty young. Um, yeah. yeah. And, uh, it's, uh, I have gotten to the point where it's like, yeah, there, there is, there has to be like a, a physical, like I set alarms, uh, to stretch. Yeah, stand up and do like a weird little exercise routine, um, and e even still, like my my left shoulder right now is is hurting. <laughs> my lower back is always ready to go. So right. like this sort of this effort to to um, make the time to do these things. It's uh, it's so tough, like it is so hard to schedule all these things that are, you know, air, you know, as important as the other thing right, you know, right. into our days, because, you know, if we don't, we're just going to, you know, we're, we're going to be unhealthy or, yeah. you know, bent over or whatever. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely something for me that happened sort of during the pandemic and it, I guess, uh, um, like, was just sort of like, you know, comics had been my hobby, mm -hmm. and then they became my job. And I was like, what's my hobby? Um, oh. And like, like, what, what's, because, you know, like, now it sort of feels like when casual doodling is a little more difficult, because it's, is it casual? Or am I working right. on something? Am I, am I preparing something? Um, I mean, fortunately, I had a kid a year ago, and now oh, that all all hobby. concept of hobbies are are out of my head. 
<laughs> so it's like, oh, what do you have to do? It's like everything I possibly could try and get done in the next 30 minutes before I think right. she wakes up. Um, right. So. Yeah, um, well, I mean, that it, it is, I mean, I guess, listen, having a kid is is a huge thing you know and good for your brain because it you does it, it takes you out of you you know what i mean like, oh yeah yeah uh, you know so you can you can't you can't just be all me 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 you know uh -huh. you can't be like hey kid 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 um what i mean so like you know you can hybridize this you know it doesn't have to be just post child but like what's your what's your what's your day like because i mean like do you um, are you constantly mon like modifying your day or is your day just um right right now i'm i'm in this run of of conventions where it was sbx new york this weekend off but then uh, mice which is the massachusetts oh. independent comic well, that, that's I, that, I hear that's a great show yeah it is it, it was my hometown indie show for right. for years um i was at like the very first one yeah it's a great show um so that's in like, a, I guess, a week and a half now. And then after that, Baltimore. Yep, which is uh, a great so, show, too. That's, yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, so I, my my schedule is getting, like, some severe rocking. Um, but uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, um, like, Mondays through Wednesdays, my wife, wife works in the, the evenings, and so, or afternoons, evenings. Um, so I'm watching uh, our our daughter from about noon uh, mm -hmm. until until she goes to bed at about seven. Um, and so on those days, I wake up at five a.m. and try and get as much done before noon. Mm -hmm. um, and then maybe during her nap, I'll do a little bit more. Uh, and then in possibly in the evening, depending on how awake I am. Right, what level of exhaustion um, you are? Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll try and do more. And then yeah. Thursday and Friday are sort of my more free days, but also the days where I'm trying to do do more. Um, within that, and I try not to work on Saturday or Sunday. Um, and then within that schedule, um, basically every... I start my day off with like 15 minute activities. Um, okay. So like I have like little sketchbooks that I just make comic books up in. And that's like the first thing I do every day is just 15 minutes of just like drawing panels of stuff. Okay. Uh, and then I like try and like work on some watercolor, do some sketchbook, 15 minutes, like mm -hmm. do these like, I don't know, there's like work on commissions. Um, I'm doing a deck of tarot cards, so that gets in the 15 minutes. Uh, and then a page a day for whatever I'm working on, okay. uh, like contract work. Um, and then try and do two pages a week of my own book, um, and then whatever else comes up. Uh, and then Fridays are computer days where, like, cleaning up files, sending files, coloring things, uh, yeah. all, the, all, all the stuff that has to happen on a computer, I try and put off until Friday. Uh, oh, that's pretty, uh, Friday. That, that seems, that's good because that those that kind of stuff can kind of get away with you. So if you happen to like, you don't want to lose any of your sort of your 
analog time, you know, right. Um, fiddling. Yeah, no, I, I try, I'm, I, I'm pretty good at not, I don't really like working on a computer. Yeah. Um, and so it's, but it's something that needs to get done. So I just make one day sort of devoted to that. How did, um, how did you come to the, uh, how did you come to the model of the sort of those 15 minute incremental? Um, I, 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 I don't know, but it seems like I need to be doing multiple things. Okay. Like, like um, I get, so like, you know, this, this book I was working on for IDW is like 160 pages and, and to just be, it's set in like a spaceship. It's, but it's a reasonably realistic story. So no monsters, no beasts or anything like that really. Um, and, and so like to just be drawing spaceship interiors and people in those uniforms that I designed or whatever, like I, I, I also want to draw dinosaurs and I also, you know, I, I just I like, mm -hmm. I get really frustrated by that sort of like being locked into something. And, well, that, and that so the 15 minutes is meant to just sort of like, no, you're going to practice some watercolor. You're going to practice, you're going to just sort of do your weird sketchbook themes, whatever that is, like people with hamburger heads. Um, right. And you're the, like the little sketchbook with the comics is just sort of like, stream of consciousness, like mm -hmm. just let weird stuff out, see what happens. Um, you know, it's, it's just sort of a way to make sure all that happens. So I don't get like too, too frustrated. In, yeah. You're, otherwise, you don't um, without that outlet, dude, you would just be, you would be putting stamps in the middle of that, that long project <laughs> because you're right, like, yeah. you know, like I, I remember talking, yeah. Um, you know, so, talking with, with Noah, Noah Vance, Skyver about his his book and you know it's a long comic book that he mm -hmm. did um about joseph smith and he was just you know he's like you know the hardest thing was just you know i would get better so i was like you know 100 or so pages in and i'm like i got to go back and fix stuff on the earlier thing because mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. you know his his technique improved so he's right. like i just can't it can't look completely off model like it, it, you know right yeah like, i think that's a you do you know the artist way the book the artist way uh no i don't think so, so the one of the methodologies of that is you you get up in the morning and you do what are called you know uh, what are they called writers pages or something like that like and you just sit down and you write three freehand pages not mm -hmm. thinking you just kind of blah, 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 blah. sort of kind of that's kind of what you're doing is you're doing that sort of mm -hmm. thing with your small little sketchbook of comics you're just like i'm just gonna let something happen yeah yeah, and it's it's. I I guess to me it it feels like an easy way to accomplish something. Like you right. know, like other other things might take more time, but like, you know, and it's just fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's. it's I mean, you could be like, dead in a hundred years. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like in, but like in, you know, it's. I also feel like me personally, like when I hear a lot of people talk about like writing or story or stuff it feels very contorted and very contrived and like there are all these rules and you got to do this and this and, mm -hmm. this and this and this and this and i need to do this and it's like things can just work out 
things yeah. you know there's no guarantee like i i just drew something and i wrote the end on it today and i'm like well eh, i don't think i'm ever gonna look at that again right but like i i think it's it's good for for me to just sort of like loosen up because like you know you can just make up a story and it works out it, yeah it comes out okay <laughs> like um and i i think it's good to be reminded of that it's also that i have you know if if someone asks me like oh could you do you have something for this i'm like well mm -hmm. let me let me look in this pile of like little sketchbooks and no, no, your archive you look in your archives um, yeah yeah um and so yeah it's just sort of like it's a way of like making sure i have the time um you know to to do those things um it sort of eases into like drawing a page uh, mm -hmm. as well you know it's like these uh, i used to think of it as like easy easy wins you know like it's like before you you jump into something where it's it's gonna maybe challenge you artistically or you're gonna have to like figure things out it's like yeah, give, give yourself a little like you know warm up um yeah you know, I was thinking. I was thinking like with basketball, like when you know before the game, all the people, all the guy people are out there, and they're throwing free throws. You know, right. There's nobody standing there trying to block them. Like, they're, yeah, yeah. They're confidence and you know, in in a very open space before mm -hmm. they have to have somebody sticking an elbow in their, you know, right. Chairs. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, no, that makes sense. So for I mean, for your page work, this has been like a, this has been sort of like this bugbear. I've been hunting within myself over 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 a course of time because you know in the in the racket and you and you even said it yourself you know get a page done you know in the day like you know doing the racket was like hey get a page done a day and you you can be a comic book artist kid mm -hmm. and like but they didn't, didn't say like do it in a reasonable amount of time don't spend 14 hours of your day drawing right. a comic book page. right so you know, spoiler alert, that's what I did. But, um, you know, but I, I'm fascinated with pe people who have defined, like, because the time between 5am and noon isn't 12 hours, you know, so you, so. Yeah. And there's get, breakfast in there as, as well. And Right, right, exactly. Yeah, and your funky stretching out that exercise. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the key is, like, so, like, it's interesting how you designed your page execution to be able to fit within the time that you have available to do the work mm -hmm. and was i mean how did you come to that like because you didn't do that wow. in 2018 going like well i think this is what i'm doing so i need to start you know what i mean you must have yeah. evolved into this um i've always wanted to draw faster okay um, Smart. Like, uh I, I it's it's just something that like has been one of my like goals okay. um, and i always feel like i'm drawing too slow um even though when it it seems like compared to other people i'm drawing actually pretty quickly um i, I think like there's a lot of a lot of drawing is sort of like in your head actually mm -hmm. and, yep. and so i think like a, a certain amount of decisiveness actually just has like an effect on how fast you can draw something because like you know like there are there are some artists who clearly it 
had to take hours and hours and hours to do that, like Jeff Darrow or something mm -hmm. like that. Like th there's no way to do that quickly. Right. But a lot of artists I look at and it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, if you make those decisions quick and put those lines down quick, it, it could be quick. Yeah. Um, and, and then like, and I think as part of that decisiveness is like, what is, for me at least, it's like, what should I spend time drawing? How should I spend time on it drawing? Yeah. Like those sorts of things. And also I think because I had a day job for a long time and I was doing this after work, it's like, yeah. you have a, I have a much, I don't have 14 hours. Right. You know, like if I spend 14 hours on a page, I'm going to do a page a week. Like, right. um, and, and so like, I feel there are, there are things that I do that speed things up. Like, uh, my pencils are very minimal. Mm -hmm. Um, my layouts are very minimal in a way. Um, and, and I do, so a lot of like, a lot of the process is done in the inking, which I think is actually faster yeah. than because because I don't pencil that much. Right. And so like, you know, like people, if, if you spend, a, for me, what it is, is that if I spend a lot of time penciling and get the penciling perfect, inking's only going to take away from it. Yeah. Because it was that, that makes complete so, sense. Yeah. So my penciling is often pretty much just the form and the shape, uh, not a lot of detailed lines. Um, if there's like a city in the background, I don't think I need to pencil that, uh, because no one's going to look that close. Mm -hmm. Um, so I can sort of just, you know, do it with a brush. Um, I think it's like those sorts of decisions, um, and things that, that make it faster. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I, I do draw in like a, a semi simple style, I think <laughs> I feel, um, like th there's a lot of detail in some ways and not a lot of detail in a lot of, a lot of other ways. Well, I mean, I listen, I don't think anybody is looking at like Mike Mignola and going like, I mean, seriously, dude, could you draw a few more lines? You know, right, I mean, like, right, right. Yeah. We're um, all very much like, I think whatever anybody does with whatever, what, if they do it with confidence, yeah, it's great. You know, I don't, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, I'm, blanking on the composer but you know there's a, this composer who's just very simple like notes and lots of space in between the notes right but it's, yeah. you know or it can be you know Mahler or Beethoven where it's just dense you know right, yeah that's great too um so I I you know I don't I don't like it's easy listen it's easy to compare and say like well I don't put a lot of work I don't put a lot of like lines or whatever in the thing and like <laughs> okay. and it's you know but that's you know that's not always necessary, you know? Yeah. No, I, I don't feel, feel bad. I don't, I don't feel that I'm like cheating in any way. Yeah. It, it's, it's just sort of, you know, and I, I also like, I've drawn a lot. Um, <laughs> and I've sort of like, you know, like figured out the way I draw and stuff. And so it, it gets like smoother. And, and then, you know, like there are, there are some things that are just going to take, a lot of time you know yeah. and that's that's the way it is i don't finish that page uh that day you know yeah. uh, so I, so like i mean like you were talking about how you structure things like i mean like so he drew was like is pretty that's a pretty structured right. comic you know yeah. like 
the, yeah. there, there is a, there is a mathematical, you know, basis of this whole thing. And then you, right. you tell a story within that sort of framework. Uh huh. Was that part, like, were you like saying, okay, was it an exercise? Was it, was it, was the story demanding that? Or did you have this idea and say, can I create a story that fits within this? Like, what was the, that genesis? Yeah, I, I think it, I think with Hydra and most of my own, like, sort of personal stuff, like the, the design and structure of it is driving, you know, and, mm -hmm. and the, the narrative conforms to that. Um, okay. and, and so I, I feel like with, with Hydra, like it, it was this, yeah, very mathematical, very like, how does this get pieced together? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the Hydra, the name is five letters because there are five panels across and I wanted one letter per panel. Right. Like, like it, that's like. You know the a decision that I, I feel like if you say it to other people or th people thinking about things it's like wait your title is five letters because that's a, the structure of the page that's really weird to think about something that way that the panel width is what's defining your title yeah but I but I f with with that it's like no it has to if it doesn't do that what's the point it's like right. it's like there's no words it's not like I planned on there being no words it's just like as it went along if there is a word what is that word and how important does that word have to be mm -hmm. you know like <laughs> you know like, like if you have 30 pages of wordlessness that first word what what could it possibly be to justify itself and it's like right. there are no words that justify itself and that's also why i chose a title that nobody knows what it is because right? if it's a word, if it was the word space, if it was the word like, I, I don't know, flying, which is unfortunately six letters, so it's unacceptable. But like those words are not strong enough for the design. Mm -hmm. the, like a word cannot do it. So it has to be a word that people don't really know. Right. But it's part of a word, you know, it's a Latin base, um, you know, and so like that's sort of like a, a guiding thought uh, yeah. for like how I put it together. Um, I think in terms of like my, my thinking while I was doing it, it was just that like I, like I had said, like I had this, I, these ideas I, I of how, what a graphic novel is, what an indie comic book artist is. And like, you know, like what genre indie comic books are doing. And I feel that. Right that's changed a great deal from say like the early 2000s. But like, I had sort of these internal editors and I was like, no, I'm not listening to them. I don't care. I'm gonna put 35 panels on a page because I like 35 panels on a page. I think it looks good. It feels good to me. Like I'm gonna get like obsessive about like how these panels go together because you know, that's my mind. And mm -hmm. that's like how how I look at things and like, you know, like I, <laughs> I, I, it's just sort of like this idiosyncratic part of my, my brain, I think, you know, like I, if, if I look at a tile floor and I can't find a pattern in it, yeah. it's infuriating. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I like, 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 I'm like, why isn't there order? Like, yeah. like, and it's like, there doesn't need to be. It's like, 
I know there doesn't need to be, but I really really want there to be want work. it to be there. And yeah. so like like that is that's clearly like my box like <laughs> I was walking by uh this house uh on our on our street and they have uh it's Halloween and they're getting set up and they put like fake gravestones okay. in there and there's there's four people and there's there's Jesse James, Jack the Ripper, Dracula, and Frankenstein. And it really bothers me because I'm like, no, two of those are real people. Right. A, you, you can't, and, and Dracula's undead. Like, like, right. it, like, it, like, I'm like, you gotta have order. You have to have a system. Right. If you right. put these, they need to be all real people. Like, or they should all be fictional people. You can't just mix and match. Like, sure. um, and, and it's also like, we also don't know who Jack the Ripper was. And we know who Jesse James was. Like, right, um, right, right. like these things and sort of like, I feel like that's like my idiosyncratic thing that I like, I, I want there to be some sort of order and system. And so like with, with Hydra, it's sort of like engaging in that, but then, you know, hopefully going beyond it and taking that system and start like, playing with the way it's organized and like mm -hmm. what what can you use these rules to do and like what kind of things can happen within these rules right um once you know like as the reader sort of progresses it's like okay they're learning the rules now let's start like bending these rules mm -hmm. and and their their mind hopefully is like attuned to it um after you know the first 15 pages well, it's like so. it's jazz you know, like jazz, jazz, like they, the, the, you know, great jazz players, they're, they're going to play the melody. They're going to go through the whole thing and they're going to establish what the, you know, the, the here's what the ground is. Mm -hmm. and now we're going to now work within this framework and we're going to do things that you weren't expecting, but it's right. always going to land back on the one, you know, and it's, yeah. either, you know, the structure's there. We're not changing things like it's going right. to be there, but you're going to hear it in a way that you didn't think you could. Yeah. 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 And it, it's, it's, it's just my, I, it's just the way my brain works. Yeah. Like, like using a grid, like, like I'll, I'll look at, at panels by like great artists who, who I respect a lot and I'll see like their, their panel layout and it will, there's like a, I remember looking at like a John Bashima Bashima page from uh, his Wolverine run mm -hmm. and it's nine panel page. And it's like, it's almost a nine panel grid, but it's not, it, it's like, like they're just off. And, and right. it's like, why, why isn't it? Why are like, they why? like, they're so close to the same size. Yeah. Like, like they're, they're close enough in size. That's a negligible difference. And I'm like, then why, right. why, the, why yeah. did you, why is this wider than the other one? Just a little, it's like, it's like looking at a panel for me and like if if it looks if it's close to rectangular mm -hmm. but close to square it bothers me i'm like no it should be one or the other Ooh. like like this is this is too close to a square like it's making me think about whether it's a square it should be clearly a rectangle right you know and like uh, that that is I, I think honestly irrelevant, but it's like my no. mind will pick up on it very quickly yeah. and be like, should be a square or shouldn't be a square. 
Well, it's just, it's a, listen, it's, it's what's, it's one of the key things that made us, you know, allowed us to survive, you know, as a species, <laughs> you know, our ability to recognize pattern is what keep, yeah. has kept us alive in so many ways. Who are the, like, so who are the artists that you were, can recall that you like sort of stood out as people who handled really interesting, you know, panel layouts. Like for mm -hmm. me, like the earliest that I remember would be someone like Howard Chaikin, who I was like, this i'm like oh this is really cool and then like you know and then a frank miller maybe but like yeah. like who are the people like in beyond i mean uh, yeah. let's, we'll, let's toss I them mean, back and forth chris ware was yeah. you know like in the sure. late 90s like that first act, almost standard comic book size acme novelty library mm -hmm. it was like like a, a really like a revelation of like how comics could work yeah. um and and sort of that kind of like playing with it. Um, Frank Miller, like like Watchmen's kind of on that that sixteen panel grid, yeah. and he uses it. He goes back and forth. Watchmen actually has like I feel like more play than people think. Like um, like uh, the scene of the comedian being thrown out the window at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Like it's on that nine panel grid, but like three of like the going down the page, like three of the panels are actually the same image. Right. Like of him falling. It's actually the same drawing. It's the same perspective. So it's, it's this one image, but because it's broken up and you don't notice it. So I feel like things like that were definitely one. I feel like after Chris Ware, there was a lot of, a lot of indie artists doing like yeah. little panels. I feel um, I don't actually know Seth's early work, but definitely like um, later stuff. I felt like he was sort of getting into this sort of dense paneling, Ivan Brunetti mm. uh, as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I think those were like sort of big early ones. Yeah. Um, I remember like, I remember. Um... You know, like what was it, a Legion of Superheroes with Keith Giffen? You know, when he Keith okay. was just doing that six panel grid page after I think it was six panels, it was nine panels. Here I am now, I'm forgetting. Anyway, I worked with sure. I worked with Keith on on a book, you know, for Dark Horse, you know, and that's how he wrote. He wrote on typing paper with a with a felt tip marker, and he would just kind of really loosely lay out the pages mm -hmm. in the panel grid and then hand them off to you. And he he didn't care if you changed it. But that's how he was telling the story. Right. And but I felt, but it was super liberating. And it probably you felt it too. Like if you have the structure and here's the here's this thing, you can kind of don't have to think as much in mm -hmm. the terms of like, okay, listen, I've got six panels here. I've got to fill this out. I got to do this way. Or I have 35 panels. I've got to tell right. the story in this these 35 panels. And I think it's kind of it, it there's a liberation in that because you can yeah. go. All right, I don't have to come up with a new, you know, this is one four, this is one six timing. I don't have to come up with right. three seven timing. Like I can uh, keep this yeah. thing and tell a story in in a rhythm. Yeah, the the page, like I, I think in in using a grid is like the page is never blank. Right. Like it, it's like the first thing I do is start measuring everything out. Mm -hmm. And and it's like I've started like the process um and, and so you know there's this for for me like <laughs> I, I think because of the way my brain works it's it's like there's also sort of 
to me, six six panel grid is not dense enough. There's right. not enough like flexibility in it. Mm -hmm. um, and, but like going more dense, uh, I think where it's like getting into like the 24, 25, 30, yep. 40, like it's, it's getting to the stuff where it's like, okay, you're getting these relationships of size between the panels. And it's like, well, what panel is clearly a priority? And, right. and that that gets a like like with it gridded out there's a clear relationship yep um between between that one like these are these can be skinny little ones because they're they're not a priority and like I, I find it sort of gives this gives a structure that that can be just sort of like utilized to make things easier and maybe quicker to yeah did you um, have you ever studied the grid system i mean in in graphic design uh not really um i think it came up in a graphic design book uh okay. that no, i started I mean, it, reading and didn't finish okay um, no no i mean it's it's super like it's super relevant to what we're talking about um like there's this great book called <laughs> i'm going to call it the typographic grid rather than okay. trying to the german um and it's phenomenal. Like you, it it it'll break you. It breaks down the whole concept. But that, what what we're talking about is that having that sort of that framework and structure does speed things up for you. You will right, be able yeah. to make your solution, your choices and solutions far quicker because you don't have to go wait where. Like you yeah. don't have to do that. You know, that's the beauty of it. Right, and and I feel and. Another thing that I'll look at will be like ratios, um, mm -hmm. and, and like I, I feel like like within drawing, there's the idea of a tangent, you know, and, and you really don't want that tangent, right? Like it, it's it's it, the mind doesn't like it, but then I feel there's like a whole realm of like semi tangents, mm. um, like uh, for for me with with word balloons in a panel. Um, if it's it depends on the panel but like oftentimes i want the relationship of like the text to the word balloon border to the panel border i i want there to be some relationship between mm -hmm. those those two so yeah. if if there's like two you know I, I don't know like a half inch between the word and the balloon edge yep i want there also to be a half inch or a ratio of a half or inch. ratio there there are like, like yeah. two Two is one inch is fine, but if it's like three eight, like it's it's just yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I want that sort or, of or if it's, or if it's all of that, but then there's like one over here which isn't that. You go well, wait, right. why? Right, right. No, dude, right. You, you 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 may have missed your calling as a graphic designer. I gotta say because <laughs> it's so Maybe. funny. Like we would, I remember my first exposure to something which I didn't understand, which were called ratios. So uh -huh. what, what you would get so. Look, so so I was an art director at 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 uh, at L'Oreal at the time, and the brands that we were servicing were brands from Europe, and we would get the visuals, and we would have to develop, you know, put these basically put these visuals into into stores and into play around the around our country, and into these sort of structured environments. So the things are always the same right. shapes, but these graphics were always different. But they right. would develop ratios that if this thing is X wide, the distance between the bottom of that and the next thing below has to be right, right, thirty-two percent of that X. And at first, you're like, "What is this 
gobbledygooked that they're writing. Yeah, but yeah. then you go, oh, it, it all makes sense. And it's super, super, it's, it's never wrong. It's right. always correct. And it feels right every single time because that, that ratio is consistent. The feelings are always there. And I think, and, and you're right, you're right on, man. Like you, you, you need to talk to Tom Mueller. Um, okay. Tom, Tom does, Tom does a lot of logo design and okay. book design for Marvel and other, other okay. publishers and image and many others. And, uh, um, yeah, yeah, I, I probably would have benefited from that. I, I mean, one of the things I would, I would, I feel like I'm still like working on is like single images. Like because they they don't have panels and I, and like I'm like where do I sit where do I start with a single image like Dude, use where, your use your grid I do that's what I like like I that's what has started happening is like no, yeah. I'm just gonna grid it out I'm gonna yeah. be like this is here even if there are no panels like I still do it um, it's page so layout it doesn't matter yeah. if it's single image or if it's you know but it. it feels different yeah. like, like you know to me and so it, it's something like it, it's been like there's lots of things that i'm like consciously trying to get better at but one is like single images um, yeah, yeah. It, it's something i like try and get better at because i i feel like and and like you know like i feel like people are like oh layout guy like i i think i'm definitely a layout guy, layout guy. And, and that's fine I'm, I'm totally cool with it like you've just heard me talk i obsess about it like um but it's like yeah i, I would like to be able to like structure that that strong image you know like and and it's it, it's like there's some break in my brain where it's like when you switch from two images to one i'm like mm -hmm. what happened like I don't know where to begin. It's it's like I'm looking at that blank page right. that is that is terrible because it's like oh no there's no there's no order there's no like sequence which isn't true like it's there I just yeah. there's just some glitch in like, my brain. You know what, dude? Come up with a grid and do a series of panda drawings. You know, <laughs> the, you know, and they're all within the grid. grid. Yeah. You can have like the no visible grid and then you can do the overlay of the grid to show like where the, <laughs> right, how the right. pandas are in the within this grid. I think. Yeah. I think it would be an amazing exercise and it would be an Etsy explosion for you. So win-win, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. It's, it, no, that's crazy. It's, yeah, I, I mean, I'm fascinated by it. And I think like, I think the more that people can have that conversation in this industry about mm -hmm. these things that we're talking about here, I think the more that the, the industry benefits from it because yeah, often some people may not be exposed to this or aware mm -hmm. of this. And someone's like, oh, wait a minute. It's, this isn't just some sort of highfalutin talk. This is actually kind of really interesting things that have meaning and they right. do benefit. Like we, everything we look at that's produced, there's oh, yeah. a grid. There's I, and, a grid. <laughs> and I, I feel like everybody recognizes bad graphic design. Oh, for like, sure. Like, like, they're like what? Like, I don't know what I'm looking at. Like, like you just see it in the menu. You're like, well, I don't know what this is. Yeah. I can't, I can't engage in this. Um, and I think it's, I think it's hard within, within the industry of comics, just because it's so broken up often, you yeah. know, where there's, you know, and uh, in the most of like corporate sense, there's like the, the group of, writers or whatever who come up with the main thing and then there's the writer on this specific thing mm -hmm. and then 
I, I don't know if that writer is thinking visually, actually, when they're writing, they might just be like, it's six panels per page, it's five panels, like, you right. know, they just might have like a number in their head, but not mm -hmm. necessarily a visual. And then it goes to a penciler, and then it goes to an inker, and then yep. it goes to a colorist, and then it goes to a letterer, like, you know, like all of, all of those things, it, it gets harder and harder and harder, because it's like, is is that penciler writing with that letterer in mind? Mm -hmm. You know, like, um, so I, I feel like the more, the more, especially now where everyone's like, you know, I, I haven't met, I, the writer I'm working with now I've met, but otherwise I haven't met almost any of them. Like, yeah. Uh, like, and so like to, I think when you're in the same space, it's possible, but like separated as much as we are, I think it's very difficult to have that happen. And I think potentially, you know, from a corporate sense, they might be like, within the comic, it doesn't really matter. Right. Like it I doesn't mean, affect sales. Um, you know, like I, I you know what well, you know what I mean. I mean like, we're, like, like I, you said, man, to, we're gonna be dead in a hundred years. So what does no, it matter? But like like from a corporate sense, like bat and I'm not saying anything bad about any Batman artist, Batman no. writer. But that title, Batman, does a lot of the work in selling that comic. <laughs> you know yes, what I mean? It does a lot of heavy lifting. In it that, does a in lot that, of the heavy yeah. lifting. And so yeah. to some extent, what's in that comic, uh, okay, so the graphic design is like, you know, it's not as big a deal. Um, or Star Wars. Like Star Wars does a sure. lot of heavy lifting. You know, um, you know, you know uh, a famous person's name above something does a lot of the heavy lifting. And sort of like when you're using that sort of IP to drive sales, mm -hmm. it, it, you know, it, it changes the focus, it changes the interest. And then you get, you know, like an amazing artist who can draw like fireworks all the time. And maybe they're not interested in graphic design, but they can, right. they can draw, you know, yeah. like lights out. It's like, well, they're drawing lights out. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, like if their graphic design isn't so great, like they're delivering every page, like yeah. an amazing firework. And well, so it's like this weird balance. And I feel is, like it is. all of those things were going through my head and now they've started to coalesce into yeah. like a form or a, like, but we get, but we get the, we get the thoughtful stuff. Like, I don't think we can always have thoughtful stuff. You know what I mean? Like right, not no. everybody's not everybody's album is the best album they've ever done. I also don't want to like I like junk music sometimes. I, sure. I like junk TV. I, I yep. watch like 90 Day Fiance. I don't think that much while I'm watching. Right. You know, I'm like, like Harley Davidson. It's a place for everything. Program. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so like, uh, but I just, yeah. No, no, I, I, dude, I, I, I totally get it. I mean, but it's, but the thing is, is like, there's an incremental thing that'll happen. I mean, like, listen, the, 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 the work level now is so high. It's oh, so high. It's, it's amazing right now. And wow. that's not due to anything else, but the fact that all this cumulative knowledge and technology slowly just raises and raises and raises the level. So you get a handful of people who are knocking things out of the park with using graphic design or different mm -hmm. techniques and different stuff. That stuff permeates, you know, yeah. like Mike Mignola hitting, pumping the brakes and saying, Hey, I'm going to like, just really get yeah. structured and designy on things that affected a generation of artists. Oh yeah. There's, there's you know, a lot of, you, you can see him all over. 
everywhere uh, and god bless it we need it yeah. you know because yeah. it's but it, it it's all that kind of stuff just it, it just permeates so be the layout guy and there's <laughs> someone else who's going to be you know yeah. who's going to be like i love the layout guy i want to do a layout you know and it's just a thing man it's just yeah. a thing I, I, it's cool so what like before we end this whole thing like what like where can people like um, see what you got coming up or when can people expect to see something or what can they go and find of yours? Um, finding stuff. I mean, you can find me online at Jesse Lonergan, anything. It'll be uh, in the description. Yeah. All, all, all that stuff. Um, I think books out right now. Um, you can probably still get planet paradise from image. Okay. You can get ghosts of science past, which is a, young adult science book uh that came out earlier this year um next year i think in the summer there'll be a book coming out from idw uh with van jensen uh nice. called arca um and then then everything else i'm unsure yeah. when, it, when it's coming <laughs> out fuzzy. Um, yeah. yeah um but uh yeah i'm working right now uh, actually i'm working uh with mike mignola on a uh, Hellboy Universe uh, oh, comic. Um, I think that will be coming out sometime next year. Nice. But I'm not sure when. Um, but uh, but yeah, so lots, lots of things will be coming. I uh, that's great. I mean, it's so great to hear that, like, you know, you, you're your sort of emotional gamble, you know, like you said, like, <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to do this has really paid off. But it seems to have paid off really with you doing the things that you want to do you know it's yeah I, I feel like i've gotten very very lucky that i i did this sort of i don't know weird little obsessive thing but people seem to respond to it mm -hmm. especially like comic book people like yeah. like I, I feel like i was at heroes and um this guy was like so are you like an artist artist only <laughs> like and i was like i, I don't i don't know what that <laughs> means really but that's I, great I think, I think some non-artists like me, um, but like, <laughs> I feel like it, it got, you know, it got some of the, the right people's attention and uh, I've been very lucky and also like, you know, been able to sort of like roll with it and be like, yeah, I'm, I, I also draw fast, um, you know, huge. like, like, like I, I meet deadlines and yeah. stuff. So like, I, I think that's, that's a good thing. That's if there's yeah I mean listen above all things editors want you know people the editors want someone who can hit the time that's yeah. like it really comes down to the because nobody wants to sit there and stress out if the thing's going to happen like it's, yeah yeah uh -huh. it's the worst feeling in the world and it's the worst feeling to be the person who's not delivering on time so it's yeah it, yeah do we do it so yeah that's cool yeah um find Jesse online is your Instagram's great it, it's you're you're just you know, <laughs> And uh, yeah, and and he and he won't he won't be you know he won't make you crazy. You won't go like I can't believe he said that. No, no, probably probably not. Uh, <laughs> well, man, thank you so much for taking the time. It's oh, I'm, glad, I'm glad we were able to do this. It was yeah, it was just really exciting. Track. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. Until next week, everyone. Uh, you know, I don't know. Go do so. Go make something. That's yeah. what I'm saying. We say go make something.